0: I'm Patrick John Flueger, and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. You're standing next to your family. And to me, there's nothing more important. Not going to be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's going to be a hell of a ride.
1: Yeah, thank you for doing this today. I know you're. A busy man, so I appreciate my, that.
0: My pleasure. I'm, I'm not as busy as I pretend to be.
1: <laughs> okay, so let me get grab these questions here. Okay, so, you know, um, Disco Bob, you're, he's recurring, he's in and out, but we've got to admit, after season six, we were pretty sure that Bob was a goner in this episode, not gonna lie. We were pretty sure. What was your reaction when you first read the script?
0: Well, I had the same reaction you had when I heard that they were contacting me again as a you know you know chicago pd wants to come do an episode and I went uh-oh <laughs> um, i was i was both thrilled and 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 scared that that was going to be the end of disco Bop. but um you know they they keep bringing him to the brink but not actually um executing him so it's you know as i said i think there's there's kind of one of two ways to go Either there's a rehabilitation in order or there's probably maybe some spectacular death scene or possibly both it could be both could Be he, he, he dies heroically, that, that, that's a possibility too. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Yeah, so, um, and in, in, in between your appearances, do you keep up with the show, or is it more so when they call, you're like, Oh, I have to catch up now?
0: Um, I yeah, I keep, I mean, I, I check, I don't watch every episode, I don't mm-hmm. watch any, every episode of anything, mm-hmm. um, but I um, but I do check in from time to time, and I, I, I've become a big fan of the show, I just think it, it's that's it's, great. It's just, it's really good at maintaining the the police stuff and the personal stuff, and that's a really tough line to tread. It each is line or a path to tread, or you, it's a fine line. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right. So, so were you aware of what happened in season six, where pretty much every character's father died in the same season?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and I also know in, in season five was it? I guess when or no eight? I get wait. This is ten. I was in. I think I was in eight. And where I was in the hospital and i i had a, i said a thing that part of my money woes were because I'd given money to um you know my daughter, and that was cut out and I guess they just they did then then they brought her on and they did the d u i with the kid and the um i mean you know i guess she had already appeared, but what I'm saying is they they kept that storyline separate um i wasn't i didn't i didn't know why, but mine is not to question why um so it was it was interesting to uh to know that that had happened. Um, and I know that all these, the, the parents are, you know, the parents don't do well. It's a, a, it's, it's kind of a tried and true, um, you know, it's, it's a great way to catapult a, a ca- character into a season of angst.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is. So, uh, I mean, we saw this episode, Bob got into some serious trouble. But at the end of it, he still escaped with his life intact, his legacy, his retirement, his pension. Do you think Bob truly realizes the cost of his actions?
0: Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that in in the moment, you know, he gets very emotional. He says, I should have taken the bullet. Um, and I think in that moment, he means it. And then by the end of the scene, he's already, you know, back to saying, you can't bring, you can't bring Borelli because it's going to destroy the family name, the family name, Adam. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I mean, he's right back to it. I, I don't know how much he's learned. Um, I I I do think that he truly wants the best for his son mm-hmm. and wishes that he weren't um you know screwing it up all the time but there are some people uh for whom it's um it's it's just not in the cards to do things the right way so I don't know I it you know rehabilitation is always possible especially in television
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but you know as I said in that one scene he goes from I never should have done this, this is so terrible, I did this to you, I should have taken the bullet. So no, you can't bring him in, I'm gonna lose my pension. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, uh, he goes kind of right back to being manipulative.
1: Mm-hmm. So when you're in a recurring role like this, I'm curious what the character work is like. Is it harder to get in and out of Bob's head since this isn't a character you're with 24 seven?
0: No, it's actually, well, yes. I mean, if you're doing it every day, then it just becomes second nature, but, mm-hmm. but over time, it's easier when i like every time i come back it's easier i sort of know who he is more but they've also gone from you know the first time you see bob he's he's you know sort of railing against um the semi-crooked ways of of voight um and then the next time you see that he's compromised but innocent and then the third time he's compromised and not innocent so it's you know there's been a, a downward trajectory for all the uh, disco bob but I'm uh, eternally grateful that it has not yet spun me into a, a, an early grave.
1: Bob is the last standing parent.
0: <laughs> it's hey, amazing. I believe he is the very last one.
1: I believe so. I mean, on fire, if we count all of the shows, Casey's mom is still alive, but we haven't seen her since like season one. But yeah, I think he really is.
0: Well, it just goes to show you can't kill Disco. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. Disco so.
0: is here to stay.
1: I love it. I love it. Your and so,
0: fifty-four channel on the Sirius XM.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's funny. So, and that actually brings up another good point uh, that you know that you mentioned is uh, seeing the seeing the way Boyd operates and, and the semi crooked ways that he operates. You know, do you think that he might be maybe Bob feels a little bit of disappointment that Adam has gravitated more towards Hank. Do you think that's pos- That Bob might see, might feel that way.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. We, I mean, we we haven't gone there yet, but sure. I mean, anytime. Look, I mean, you know, Adam is the son who has to be the father, and Voight is the boss who has taken the goosefield the vacuum. Um, and uh, um, so, I, you know, it's 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 a it's a natural thing that it happened, but it, it's obviously not a fun thing for any father to watch, but. Mm-hmm you know, I mean, these, the, the, the people that are perpetual screw-ups tend to be the same ones that are always victims of mm-hmm. whatever happened, they're a victim of it. And so I'm sure that, um, you know, Bob comes up with reasons why Void has sort of supplanted him as the, the father figure. But, um, and by the way, I, I thought, I thought the stuff with uh, with uh, Patty and Jason uh, was, was really terrific this, this week. Um, just, really really great stuff and when, when jason wheels on him and just says he's a dog cop and it's just it's a great great moment and uh you know that he takes no pleasure in it but he's just he's just fed up and um i just i thought i thought, I thought scott gold wrote a beautiful script and it was and and uh lisa demaine directed it beautifully and um you know love working with patty he's just such a great guy such a good actor and it's a, you know what can i say it's a, it's a it's a fun it's a fun set to to go back to
1: Right, right. So, and I mean, we hardly ever see happy scenes between Bob and Adam. I actually don't think we've ever seen a happy scene between them. So do you and Patty at least get to smile and laugh between takes?
0: Uh, We do. I mean, you know, Patty's Patty's work in this past episode was, you know, in just about every scene. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But, yeah, I mean, you know, I discovered that he's a singer. I did not know that before. Um, and I'm uh, gonna have to get him to come play with our band, come sing with the band at some point. Band from TV or action figures whichever one he wants to join us on. Jesse Spence, Jesse Spencer plays in the band.
1: I was gonna say, uh, I'm like, that's Jesse's band.
0: yeah, yeah this Jesse's band. <laughs> Jesse's a badass too. If you've ever heard him play the fiddle, you gotta get, You haven't lived till you've heard him play. Uh, uh, Devil comes down to Georgia. He's um, he's he's something.
1: That's great. Um, Greg, so, Greg Grunberg is in that too, right? Keeping it in the heroes family?
0: Yeah, yeah, Greg Grunberg. And, and uh we've got Adrian Patstar and uh, Bob Kinney and um, uh, Scott Grimes, who's a monster. Scott, I don't know if you ever heard Scott sing, but Scott's like, Scott, Scott sings uh, Freddie Mercury in the original key, Scott's a bad Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Cool, I'm gonna have to go YouTube that later.
0: So yeah, but but yes, I, I so I get to get to laugh, of, you know, behind the scenes a little bit with uh, with with Patty. He's you mm-hmm. know, so just the greatest guy.
1: That's great. So and when you're in a recurring role like this, what is it like to have a TV son? Is he is he kind of like a relative that you pop in on every couple of months, Are you just like, hey, imaginary son, what's going on? Like do you, do you check in? What's that? What's that like when you have a TV son that you only see on a certain basis?
0: Well, I, I think the reality is he has a TV father more than I have a TV son. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, when you're when you're a guest and you've done three episodes in ten seasons or something like that, you you know you tread lightly. Um, I've I've been number one on the call sheet and I've been twenty one on the call sheet, which I was this time. And you know, you just kind of understand what your what your place is. But I do like to check in from time to time, see how he's doing, and just you know tell him that he's doing well. Oh great, I got my notif- forgot to turn my notifications off, so that binging is me. That's okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's um,
0: but yeah but but uh, you know I just um, I just sent him a text after the show on Wednesday and just told him I thought it was terrific
1: nice nice and so um, if we look at the there was a great question that was posed when we recorded our episode the other night kind of just recapping these episodes and there was a great question posed about how the way bob feels towards adam is there any sense of a feeling of inadequacy almost because adam became the big time cop that bob was never able to become
0: yes and and i think you know one thing one of the things we learned was um this week was that uh all that stuff about you know i wanted to i wasn't the first guy in the door because i wanted to come home and go to your little league games and all that kind of stuff you know the first time the first the first episode that we meet Bob, he tells that to, uh, to Adam at the end, and, and that's all sort of taken at face value. And now we realize that none of that was true. He's at a bar, bar stool, making bad bets. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, you know, people with bad habits tend to start building a world of lies around them and 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 justifying their behavior. Um, and but they lose in the end. And he's he's. Clearly lost his son, um, sort of as his son. It's funny because the, in the very the first scene in this episode where I I can't am reaching for my wallet I can't put down the two hundred dollars to um, I hadn't seen uh, Patty's reaction. All I saw was him saying, "Well, you're not gonna am not gonna pay for your own car." But I but I but there was a great reaction shot of him like, "Oh, great! Look at him. He's like reaching for his wallet." You know he's got deep pockets and short arms and, <laughs> and and i'm gonna have to pay for this and and then he goes into them and, and it was great because i hadn't i hadn't seen that reaction before and clearly it was you know a, a son is like oh man, my deadbeat dad i gotta i gotta i gotta you know toe the line for him yet again
1: right right so this might be more of a question for patty but i do want to hear your take why do you think adam became a cop was it to be better than his dad
0: my guess is there was there was a time when when uh, bob was his role model bob was his hero i mean you know you wear the uniform you're surrounded but you've got all the you know the sort of pomp and circumstance of it there was probably a time when he was a young young lad that uh, that bob was his hero um and then you know you, you go through the the training and you become a cop and then you start to see really what it is that dads not doing Right. Right. Or, or what dad is doing that he shouldn't be doing. And, um, so I think the, the, you know, we all know, and are you know, we all know people who, um, have to be parents to their parents and -hmm. it's a terrible, terrible position to be in. Um, and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel the weight of it on Adam and he's still always trying to cover for bob no matter how disgusted he is with bob's behavior uh but it's you know it's it's just it's, it's a bad bad position to put a child in to so have to be you know and of course parents don't do it intentionally they just do it because of their own um you know critical failings um but it's it's it's, it's a really tough position that, that adam is in
1: right and and that also raises the question of do you, do you think Bob feels remorse for what he did? I mean he put his he put his child in a terrible position, but again, he still had his cake and ate it too at the end of the day Do you, do you think he feels remorse for what he did?
0: I think Bob was was absolutely filled with remorse for what he did, but I just don't know that that's going to um, fix the problem right uh, you know when 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 things are that pathological mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, you know going on for that long, I just don't know that that he's capable of really changing, but you know, people do it. It, it does happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, he—it's—it's it's, obviously he's a, a gambling addict, which is a relatively new development. Um, uh, and I mean, I, it's not a new development in the story. It was a new development as an actor. I didn't realize that that was that I was you know gambling away all of uh, all my money, um, and uh, you know people get help for that and they, and they, and they do get better. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that that's possible. Anytime, you know, where there's life, there's hope and they haven't killed me yet. So there's hope. <laughs> right,
1: right. That's funny. And so, and, and this was not the only relationship of Adams that took a hit in this episode. Um, we also saw the last scene where Burgess and Ruzik had Not a falling out, but it was not pretty, is what it was. And so, I did read in your article with TV Insider, you had mentioned that you'd love to see Bob help Adam with his love life. Now, my question to that is, what could Bob possibly have to say that could fix Kim and Adam?
0: Well, you know, that was that was that was that was that was a quote that kind of jumped out at me like, "Hmm?" and well, I I really I I imagine in some alternate universe of, of Bob actually marrying the two of them at some point. Like getting back together and you know and, and getting getting certified getting a licensed and uh and being some sort of um you know uh, kind of love doctor at the very end um i I, I don't I mean I, I that the 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 falling out they had I had some friends who watched the show and thought that he that he was overreacting to her reaction but I didn't think he was at all because it's a, that's you know, you're, you're saying you, it, that, was, that was very, very close to an accusation of, uh, you know, of, of executing somebody, of murdering somebody. Now, he did say on the way over there, it would be so much better if Varella were gone. And um, she uh, could have held that up to him and, and made him answer for that, because that, that, is a, that is a very good justification for why she thought what she thought. Um, so she had her reasons and he, I think his reaction really was justified because that's a horrible thing for the person that you love and trust the most to think about you.
1: Right. Uh,
0: so I, 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 I totally do understand that. And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how, how Bob is going to help with that love life, but I, I just, I just have some, some idyllic view of, you know, they're, they're, they're under some trellis somewhere. and Bob's marrying them.
1: Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. So, well, yeah. And and in order to get guitar
0: to that. and singing a cheesy song.
1: The band from TV and it's a crossover exactly. and Jesse Spencer's there.
0: Yeah. Leave my love. I can't, whatever.
1: Perfect. Perfect. That's funny. But yeah, in order to get to that point, there's got to be kind of a, a rebuilding of the trust that was lost between them. Do you think that they're capable of reconciling?
0: I 100% think they're capable of reconciling. Um, but I think it would have to be, there would have to be proof. It's like, you know, if, you, if your, your loved one is an alcoholic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: can't trust them until they're in rehab. They're, they're, they're getting clean, they're doing the work. So Bob's gonna have to do the work if there's gonna be any kind of reconciliation. Um, or, you know, or, or it's, we're probably just gonna end up going down the same road again. But I, I, you know, again, it's people do get their lives together. It happens all the time, so. Right right so. here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: now one of our listeners did ask and i mean you know we can't escape it but are there any plans to return yet
0: um i booked a ticket but i don't have an episode so no i'm just making a joke i, oh, okay. uh, no. <laughs> I uh i would happily return i i as of now i have absolutely no idea what the plans are
1: okay okay we had to ask you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no i know i just the only person that knows less than me is, is, uh, is, is me the day before it happens. <laughs> if they it comes out of the blue and then you, you know, you, you, you make the trip or, or you don't.
1: Right, right. So, and I mean, the last question we've got, we ask this of every One Chicago actor who comes on the podcast, because obviously we both love television. It's not just the One Chicago shows that we watch and it is just such a good time for television. So we always want to know, what are you watching right now? What are you binging? What has your attention?
0: Um, finally, just went through Queen's Gambit, which I love.
1: So um, good, right?
0: Yep. Dead to me. Okay. Was- uh uh addicted to that waiting for that next season to come out um trying to think what what shows i've been binging um it went through a bit of a lull for a while there i'm i'm i am not up to date the way some people are i'm afraid to say um, this is name name a couple shows and I'll tell you if I've seen them. I'd probably what are your favorites?
1: My favorites um, right right now I'm binging the Umbrella Academy. I I, I don't know if that's I'm well wait you Iron have done work in the Marvel universe so you might do, how how are you with superheroes? Do You like that kind of stuff?
0: Um, it it it's not as an as an audience mm-hmm. it's not what I gravitate toward but I but I end up loving some of them, you know like the Iron Man and stuff I I I I don't love all of it I'm not a universal I mean I don't like. Just flock to anything that is marvel universe or d c um, uh, but I will certainly watch them and often really enjoy them yeah um, but it, but it's but but it's it's funny because you know with heroes for instance that was the sci-fi world but it's not that's not the world as an audience that i'm i put that in, in, the, in the singular that I am um, uh, necessarily drawn to but um, it it's i mean you know it's 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 about three quarters of what's being made right now so there's yeah. A, yeah, I mean, there's there, there, there's really good stuff being done with it and all these actors are, I mean, what, a, what an amazing thing to sort of be a franchise, you know? It's right, a, it's right. A, it's a wonderful opportunity for actors because then they can do one or two of those and they can do whatever else they want. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, is, that is a fantastic luxury.
1: Right, so, so yeah, so I'm, I'm watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now, Umbrella Academy. Last year I watched The Americans, which was fantastic television. Um, also made my way through the West Wing, finally, 20 years later.
0: Um, Yeah. So
1: I'm, I'm constantly looking for different shows.
0: It's always, always fun to even just listen to, you know, the dialogue is just, yeah,
1: yeah, incredible. And so, um, I will ask you this about Heroes though, because I mean, I remember, do you think, do you feel like that show might've been ahead of its time?
0: Um, well, yes, it was, actually, it was kind of perfect timing, Mm -hmm. really. I think that you know that first season was, um, you know, just showed that it that that the world was ready for it. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a little bit on the back of X Men, and uh, it, you know, we were a worldwide phenomenon um, after a year, and then the show kind of unraveled. Um, uh, I mean, not entirely, but it just it just didn't it couldn't maintain the first, you know, that first season. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always gonna be a very, very difficult show to maintain, just so many moving parts, so many characters, so many different, you know, sort of universes, and I, I think, um, it, you know, in some ways it may have been ahead of its time, I mean, but I, I think, I think it, its timing was actually pretty darn good.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i loved that show loved it so well great uh well yeah um i mean that's about all i've got but thank you so much for your time today this was wonderful
0: my pleasure thanks for having me on